Welcome to TCISD Talks, a podcast where we dive into the heart of Texas City Independent School District. Join us as we journey through insightful conversations, celebrate achievements, and explore innovative ideas that shape our school district. So whether you're a parent, a student, an educator, or simply someone who cares about the power of education, get ready to dive into the stories that make TCISD shine. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and engaged, because TCISD Talks starts now. Hey, TCISD Talks listeners. I'm Clarissa Silva. And I'm Melissa Tortorisi. Today, we're going to dive in and talk about a very important topic for our high schoolers and middle schoolers, course selections. Uh, in the studio are two seasoned counselors, Lindsay Owens from Tech City High School and Yesenia Contreras from Giles Middle School. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank for you for having us. We're so glad you're here and talk yeah. about this exciting topic that's very big right now and, and yeah. timely. Yeah, they're going to help kind of walk us through the maze of course options, graduation requirements, and kind of the career pathways that are out there for our kids. So first off, I think we want to talk about the course selection process itself and kind of how that's really important to a student's academic journey. It's a big part of what sets them on the path to kind of get what they need to get. Yes. Um, at the high school level, like we've started this week with current freshmen, and they've even had to go in and pick their endorsement, where they want to start, all that stuff, even as freshmen. We're going to start with Blocker here pretty soon, and, and they'll go in and pick their endorsements. Um, and then from there, it sets up everything for them for that endorsement. Now, they can go in and change other things, but it, it sets them on a path, like if they want to be a welder or if they want to be in cosmetology or any of that. So it's a big deal. So the endorsement, just for parents that don't quite understand, mm-hmm. it's kind of just a, a a path, a path, their pathway. So what are, kind of tell us a little bit about what are the pathways that are available to the kids? So, well, their endorsements go under different things like business and industry or public service or different stuff like that. And each one, each pathway, I guess you could call it, or that is what it's called. But each pathway <laughs> is kind of like a, um, a career path at most. Like if they want to be a welder, then they would sign up for the business and industry um, endorsement and a CTE option um, so that they can go into intro to welding their sophomore year and then go into welding one and welding two their junior and senior year. And Ms. Contreras, what about like the middle schoolers? Because I mean, we're talking about the high mm-hmm. school endorsements that they do when they get to the high school. But what about getting started with those course selections at the middle school level? So for middle school, we have requirements as far as electives go, which will put them in the exploration phase of going into a pathway. So we have electives such as journalism, technology and health, STEM, exploring cultures and such. So, and of course, all the performing art, theater arts, band, choir. And so they are required to have one elective in a PE course, sixth and seventh grade. And then once they get to eighth grade, they can select two electives. So that'll get them thinking about a pathway. So once they get to eighth grade, we start talking about endorsements. Yeah. So we're thinking kind of like the those academic paths and we're talking you talked about welding but it's also you're picking an endorsement kind of for to get ready for college admissions for those kids that want to go to college welding is just an easier example (laughs) but but in courses even like with your welding courses and stuff coming from the middle school they can do classes like algebra one or spanish one and go ahead and get some of those out of the way because like our new firefighter program i just found out wednesday their senior year takes up five class periods Wow. wow so if they can get that algebra one and that spanish one done
in in the middle school. in the middle school level. Yeah, it helps a lot. That so. is really important yeah. for people to know because I know that's becoming a popular program. So that's yes. that's good mm-hmm. for people to know right now. So they make are, a plan. Make a plan. Right. So okay, you talked about um, things that interest them. So mm-hmm. how do kids balance? You know the the need to take those rigorous and academic loads with their personal interests. Like how how can they balance that in their schedule? So for us, we have the opportunity for students to select in seventh and eighth grade for, to go into the advanced courses. And then, of course, through teacher recommendation and counselor recommendation as well. Um, and then, of course, the algebra. And then for sixth grade, we do teacher recommendation. So fifth grade teachers will recommend students to go into the advanced cohort. And then, of course, we have those four required core classes, mm-hmm. um, which go into the rigor. And then that's where we then introduce the elective and the PE credit. At the high school level, our teachers that have those double block classes and those things, they work really well with each other to try to make sure that they don't overlap. So like if you have a kid that's going, like at the ag program, for example, they have the plant science route and they have the vet med route. Well, they try to make it to where like the vet med classes and the upper level like plant soil classes don't overlap in case a kid wants to do both. Oh, Oh, that's good. Right. Yeah. I know figuring out a master schedule is not easy. No. 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 And even, even when it's figured out and we start putting kids in, that's when we realize that, okay, we have to call the kid and say, hey, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, AP English 4 is not going to work. But we have, and here's another option, we have on-ramp English oh, 4 yeah. that's at a different time period. Or you can take English 1301, 1302, or 2322, or 2323. Or dual credit. Dual credit that's at a different time period. So we do have options for our upper-level kids, but those kids are the ones where we find all the mistakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and they're I, in everything. That's what I was going to say. Right. They're just so busy and so involved yes. that it is. you have to start making those tough decisions. De- tough decisions. Yes. And some of them have actually had to make decisions. Do I want to continue with, you know, art four or do I want to, or whatever, in, or do I want to take the dual credit class? And it's a hard decision, but... But with their parents and with the counselors, oh, yes. y'all can work through all of that and try to make the best decision right. for them. One of the things we do, we give our students a template when they choose their elective. And so we ask them to provide their first, second, third, and fourth choice. Mm-hmm. Because again, there will be, you know, conflict with the schedule because we would have to provide for them additional academic or behavior support so it will conflict with an elective they choose so we at least we can give them their second third or fourth choice so they always have a voice in their selection that's good well and then people you know students feel accountable and and like there's you know that they belong when they've gotten to, to choose those items so that's good well and talking kind of going off of what miss owen said you know you're talking about like having to juggle those classes and move things around that's where y'all are really important you know i say, you know, for the kids to talk to because y'all know those master schedules and you know where you, where they can go and what they can do. So talk a little bit about kind of that support and guidance that you as counselors help provide the students so they can make the best selections when they're trying to plan their course load. So one of the things we do is we do a formal presentation of each elect so they know what it entails and then they have the opportunity to ask questions and then they get to decide at, at this time mm-hmm. what elective they would like to go into. Now at the beginning of the year, we also have an opportunity for them to take a week to look at that schedule and the electives they selected and say, okay, do I really want this or not? And then they can go and request to do a schedule change. And at that time is where we 
then go into, okay, is this, what elective do we have? And is this something that you are interested in? Would you like to give it a go? And so we go through that process of counseling. Mm -hmm. And if that's an opportunity that they have. And those electives are so important because yeah. that might trigger a career exactly. path. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So yeah, we do tap into what their interest is, but also an opportunity to learn something new. Right. Because this is where we can then navigate. Is this something I want to do, you know, from sixth, seventh, and eighth? Or do I want to then from sixth grade change it to something else? And not just learning what you want to do, but sometimes you weed out what you find out what you don't want to do, <laughs> Absolutely. which is just as important <laughs> in the learning process. Right. Which is kind of cool that y'all give them at the beginning of the year, you say, okay, let's give it a week. Mm -hmm. Let's see how it goes. If you right. if you know this is not for you, then right. we can right. we can maybe do a schedule change. That's yeah. a, that's a yeah. really neat thing to do for them. Because then they have to live with it for the rest of the year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember my senior year in, in high school at Lamarck High School, at, you know, I had more electives my senior year. Yeah. And so I took journalism and I took chemistry. Well, who would want to do that? But I thought as an elective, but I thought I might be interested in the nursing field, either the journalism field mm -hmm. or the nursing field. Well, end up that I was better at writing than the periodic table. So, <laughs> like, I went the journalism route. But, I think chemistry but, had a little you know, too much math. Yeah, chemistry definitely was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I don't think mm -hmm. I can do this. No, and at the high school level, it's a little more, I don't want to say chaotic, but we have so many options, especially once they get into their junior year because they can decide whether or not they wanted to apply for collegiate, whether or not they want to... Um, do all of the on-ramps, AP, all of that stuff. And it's really just sitting with a kid and going, look, this is what happens when you go to collegiate. This is what happens when you do on-ramps. Because on-ramps, um, a lot of people don't know, you actually get two grades. One is a grade with the University of Texas. One is a grade at the high school. Um, and at the end of it, if you don't do so hot on the University of Texas side, then you don't have to take that grade onto your college transcript. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's really so good. So you still get the honors and all that stuff credit, but you don't have to take it and have it added. Whereas dual credit, it goes on your transcript transcript no matter how good or how bad you do. So, so on-ramps is a good way to test the waters for if you're ready yeah. to be a collegiate um, or a coll collegiate level right. type of student. And then there's, you know, there's other differences in, in between those two um, dual credit and on-ramps. On-ramps, you don't have to take the TSI and on-ramps, you don't um, have to pay for. The school oh, district nice. pays for it. Dual credit, you have to pay for it and you have to take the TSI. So, right. <laughs> but, so, but each kid, it's, they're taught differently. One has an online professor with a teacher in the classroom that helped when is taught by a teacher in front of them. So kids learn differently. Right. So we really have to sit there and talk to them about all of the things that take place with everything. Collegiate, we have to remind those kids, hey, make sure you have a way to get out there. Right. Yeah. We don't provide transportation. Right. It, you also have to pay for that. And there's things like, it's harder sometimes, like if they play a sport, like mm -hmm. if they played football and they have to be back for fifth period football, they have to make sure that their whole schedule at Calm is kind of fit around fifth period football fifth period football. So there's good and bad to both and right. pros and cons and all that stuff. So, I mean, really just sitting with, with the kids and just going over everything, just like she said they do with their um, electives and do presentations. We do that. I've presented, I don't know how many times in the last couple of days. Yeah. But We've sometimes they need it. They, yes. they need it several yes. times to, to get through. And, and, it, and it's good information for them to hear on right. multiple times. Yes, definitely. Yes, big time. So sometimes parents who've had a child previously have a, a better understanding the mm -hmm. second time around 
around. So for all of those parents who've never been through this process before or, or grasped what's going on, what are some common mistakes that students make during course selection that maybe we could offer some tips or some strategies to, to curb that? My first thing to always tell them is to just stay calm. Mm-hmm. Um, my mailbox is, or my email is full right now with parents that are very nervous about everything. I'm like, it's not set in stone. Mm-hmm. You know, your kid is not stuck with this for the next three years because right now our sophomores are planning everything out. I mean, our uh, freshmen are planning out everything for the next three years. Which can be scary. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, it's it's okay. <laughs> Calm down. It's going to be all right. Um, I'm not going to force your child to stay in this if, you know, in the next month it's really not what they want to do. Right. But really just understand your, your child. I have a lot that come to me and say, my mom says I have to take this. Well, that could be a good thing because mom's trying to help them boost GPAs, right. do all the, you know, mm-hmm. learn something. But it can also backfire where they just, if they really don't want it, they're not going to do well. So talk to your to your child and make sure that you know and understand them. Good point. I agree. I, I think at the middle school level, um, we don't get as much because it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you have a, a smaller selection, selection. in yes. high schools. Yes. Like a smidge. <laughs> so, but we do get some parents who are concerned when their child is, you know, not challenged enough or, mm-hmm. you know, there's some inconsistency. So, so we will work with parents um, when there are situations that arise. That's really good. And I like that you tell them, you know, I, I remember when, you know, and I'm sure Melissa does, when my son was going through course selections in high school and he had to sit down as a ninth, you know, incoming ninth grader and plan the whole thing out. And in ninth grade, he thought he was going to do computer science. And so all of his classes were geared towards computer science. And then by the end of freshman year, he was like, eh, no, yeah. I don't want to do this. So, it, but that's where y'all are so great, you know, where mm-hmm. they can come in and they can be like, okay, the path I set when I sat down last summer is not the path I want to go on. And then y'all help walk them through making those changes and, you know, I think you've probably still got, you've got some kids that probably make those changes leading up into senior year. They try to. But we also have to remind them, um, can't start over your senior year, sorry. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's like, you got to kind of pick that that right. time frame that, where you go back yeah, or forth. That principles of whatever class is full of freshmen now. You may not want to go into that. <laughs> your maturity level else. doesn't match oh, yeah. up. Yeah, let's pick something else maybe. Well, um, and the good news yeah. with that too is that high school is just, finishing high school is just the launching point. So yes. they can you know, then make those changes at their next level. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even even our CTE program, it's constantly changing. We're constantly yeah. adding new things mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Um, just even some of the classes that like my own children are in this year will be dual credit next year, mm-hmm. but they aren't this year. The firefighter thing I said a minute ago, I didn't realize it took five periods their senior year. There's so much out there that's that's just new. Um, reading our handbook, going over that stuff is big too. And Texas City ISD offers so yes. many things, like um, just amazing things, especially to help help launch a, a career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, getting kids ready for college, but also getting kids ready for the workforce where they can make good money um, and stay in the community yes. if they choose to do so. So our kids are really fortunate in yes. that way. So is there anything we didn't ask about that y'all think like parents and kids Kids definitely need to know about when it comes to making their course selections right now because how long will they will they have to make course selections to get ready for next year so for middle school we are currently finishing up course selection um we did go to fifth grade first to you know to welcome the incoming sixth graders mm-hmm. and walk them through the process mm-hmm. we also establish a parent night for the 
the same presentation. So parents had the opportunity to come um, listen to what each elective is and what the requirements are mm-hmm. for each grade level and then speak to them about this whole process. And they will have the opportunity to, I know it's like we go into a classroom, we speak about it, and then they've got like two, three minutes to <laughs> make their right. selection. And I tell them at the beginning of the year, you may, you know, over the summer, you may change your mind. And the good thing is you have selected your first, second, third, and fourth choice. So you will get one of those. But like I said, students and parents have the opportunity at the beginning of the year. They have up to three weeks to make or submit a request. That's good. To change their schedule. Because if you find that it just really is not a match, right. then we can make absolutely make change. And so we're all, our door is always open to answer any questions. I get a lot of my Spanish-speaking parents, too, because, you know, the language barrier. So I'm always there to assist in that process, too. The high school, I think we started in January with coming over to Blocker, actually, with our different clubs and different organizations and different um, CTE groups and stuff. And then we had our career tech night where parent and students could come over and see everything that our ITC building and everything it has to offer. I think we try to get the word out there as mm-hmm. much as possible um, about the great things that those organizations mm-hmm. and those those pathways mm-hmm. are doing. I know you're constantly posting for us, you know, that they won this award, they won this award, these got certified in this, these got certified in that. It's just kind of getting the word out there and letting the kids and parents know. Right. And see the see the value in what they're doing, um, you know, starting at middle school level and then continuing through high school can really yes. help them in their, their future career path. And I know the, at least the high school course selection guide is on our website, yes. the handbooks page. And I think it's also on the, uh, both high school, mm-hmm. uh, websites. So parents, if they want to get an idea of what the classes are and the de- cl- course descriptions, they can go find that and take a look There's at that. There's even a, I know a table low chart of the indoor Endorsements and their pathways and what each um, like ITC course or like our HST courses and all that stuff, what pathway they go and what you can take. But it's very informative and we've got a lot of stuff. And we have links yep. to videos on our different CTE programs mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, we so. do have videos out there that parents can check out um, if they want to learn more about a CTE program. But definitely go check out that course selection guide, mm-hmm. get some more information. Um, I know you guys are available. Parents yes. want to reach out. Like Miss Owen said, her email inbox got lots of questions from parents. So I know you're answering those. But thank you all so much for being here. We no really problem. appreciate all this Absolutely. information. I know it, this is a this is a big time for, for our kids and getting, you know, those plans made and it's it's really helpful for you guys to be here and give them that information and then I know that they can go to you you know absolutely when, oh, yeah. when they have questions yeah. I don't know how many Facebook posts I've seen and not just from parents in our district but around mm-hmm. you know oh my gosh it's time to pick my middle school kids classes and oh my gosh my kids going to high school and uh it's nerve-wracking but we're glad that you guys are here and in place and and uh help ease that transition for our parents and the and the kids thank y'all again so much you're welcome thank you that wraps up another episode of tcisd talks your window into texas city isd we hope you've enjoyed this episode and gained valuable tips and perspectives TCISD Talks is brought to you by the dedicated team in the Texas City ISD Communications Department, committed to keeping you connected and informed. Be sure to tune into our next episode, where we'll continue to explore the stories, ideas, and advice that shape the learning journey for our students, parents, and educators. Thanks for joining us on TCISD Talks. For more updates and news, visit our website at www.tcisd.org and connect with us on social media. Until next time, remember, together we succeed.